enormous box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's it enormous box a box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. Boy, you're going to have so much culture in this next half hour. You're not going to know what to do with it. Your brain is going to just expand so much, it's, you're going to have to eat something. Are you starving? I am too. You're starving for good music? So am I. You know, I did a bunch of Motown songs last week about food, and I didn't get this one in, and this is probably the best of the bunch. So saving the best for last first. Right. Here's Marvin Gaye. It's killing me. That is Marvin Gaye. And this loved, starved heart is killing me. It's from a collection that came out in the mid-90s called 
Love Starved Heart, Rare and Unreleased. That's just killer stuff. It's pretty sweet stuff. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture and song and culture and food and... And and Elvis Fest is this weekend in Ypsilanti. It's been going on for quite a long time. It's been endorsed by Graceland, so you know it's legit. Legit Elvis. I don't want to say impersonators. Now, they prefer tribute artists or stylists. Elvis tribute artists and Elvis stylists at the Elvis Fest this weekend. Now, contrary to some beliefs, according to Wikipedia here, and I think I believe this myself, Elvis impersonators, they, their word, not mine, have existed since the mid-1950s, just after Elvis began his career. The first Elvis impersonator was a food reference. That's mine out there. He was a young man named Carl Cheesy Nelson in Texarkana, Arkansas, who in 1954, 1954 built up a local following on WLAC radio in Texarkana with his renditions of That's All Right Mama and Blue Moon of Kentucky, Blue Moon being made of green cheese. It's a blue-green moon. And actually sang duets with Elvis in 1954 when the pair first met. That is so meta. It's even legend that the young Cheesy is the only person in history to ever have Elvis booed off the stage, chanting for him to come back on. Wait. To ever have Elvis booed off the stage, chanting for him to come back on. So, if he was chanting for him to come back on. How could he be booed off the stage when he wasn't on the stage? He needed to come back. It's all very meta, but this is all... Yeah, it's very interesting. Now, the second known impersonator of Elvis is a 16-year-old named Jim Smith. This is already... This is way back in 1956. Shortly after Elvis began to rise in popularity, Smith began jumping on stage and imitating Presley. Smith's physical resemblance to Elvis and his mannerisms happened to catch the attention of DJ Norm Pringle, food reference, of Victoria, British Columbia, who had been playing That's All Right, Mama, and Heartbreak Hotel on the radio. Smith was featured several times on Pringle's regular TV show, though it should be noted... It should be noted, and it will be here, that Smith only pretended to sing and play along with the music since he actually could neither sing nor play the guitar. We need a special festival for people who can neither sing nor play the guitar. I think there have been a number of those, actually. Back to the point, however, many other Elvis impersonators appeared while Elvis was still alive, evolving mainly out of small talent competitions who took their influences from major music artists of the time. Dave Ellert of Waukegan began performing as Elvis in 1967, a full 10 years before Elvis died. And on it goes. Now we have the Elvis Fest in Ypsilanti. It's been going on for a long time. Heard an interesting comment from one of the Elvi performing there. He said that there are a number of Elvis competitions around the country where you get one or two songs and you go boom, 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 one after the other, and you perform as quickly as you can, and you want to impress the audience and the judges as quickly as possible. And he says it's more fun at a place like Elvis Fest because each tribute artist gets an entire half hour to do their own thing and relax and totally get into it. So that's what it's all about. Somebody once said to me, how many people show up at Elvis Fest? Like 12 people? <laughs> well... No. Hundreds of people descend on Frog Island and Riverside Park to see the Elvis Fest. It's going to be an Ypsilanti. And here's a little source material for you. A little saucy source material for you. 
I think this guy was the real Elvis. Let's let's uh, let's ask. Eh? Oh well, I woke up this morning and I looked out the door. I can tell that old milk cow with the way she loves. Holy fellas, that don't move me. Let's get real, real gone for a change. Well, I woke up this morning and I looked out the door. I can tell that old milk cow. I can tell the way she loves. Now, if you suit my milk cow, please just wrap her up on home. Thank you, Elvis. That was the El- the El- that was the Elvis. It was not the Elvi nor the Elvis. He was the Elvis, and that was Elvis. Elvis Presley and Milk Cow Blues Boogie. So yeah, as I was saying, Michigan Elvis Fest is going to be in Depot Town in Ypsilanti. All over Depot Town, it's going to just be spilling over everywhere onto the river, the the Riverside Park there, Huron River. Elvis wading through the river, singing gospel songs. I don't know about that actual bit there, but uh, performing on stage by the Huron River for sure. And if you go to miElvisFest.org, my God, it's a nonprofit. You could find out more about the performance artists performing as artists. The tribute artists include Tim E., He is a grand champion from the 2015 Georgia Elvis Festival, grand champion of the 2015 Toronto Flaming Star Festival, and the grand champion of the 2015 Lacrosse Elvis Explosion. I hope there won't be any dangerous special effects involved. There will also be David Lee and Elvis from Birmingham, Alabama, 
Chris Ayat, I hope I pronounced him correctly, from Canton, Michigan, Matt Cage of Cambridge, Ontario, Robert Washington from Maine, and Colin Dexter, who is 15 years old, recently won third place at the Saginaw King Fest in his very first competition, and Quentin Flagg, who's been doing the Alvi Fest for a very long time. There will also be other performers doing a Tom Jones impersonation, excuse me, tribute, and a James Brown performance, huh? Robert Washington, new to the festival, doing a performance, a James Brown tribute act at Elvis Fest in historic Depot Town this Friday and Saturday, July 10th and also 11th. Information at MILVISFest.org. Not performing, there are, there are many other kinds of Elvi through the years, including a woman who called herself Elvis Herselvis, perhaps one of the best names ever for an Elvis tribute artist, Elvis Herselvis. And I don't know if there's going to be a Soka Elvis there, Soka being soul calypso, modern calypso. You might almost call it dance hall calypso in a way. But we will now hear the Soka Elvis all rise and move. Shake off that pelvis. Take it up higher, 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 higher. 
Soka Elvis. Come on, shake off your pelvis. I'm the Soka Elvis. Time to shake off your business. I'm the Soka Elvis. Time to take off your kerchief. I'm the Soka Elvis. Time to shake off your business. How low can you go? Thank you very much. He said thank you very much, and I'm telling you that he said thank you very much. Elvis has left the building. So yes, Elvis has left the building. The legendary phrase means so much. It's probably in the great dictionary of quotations, in fact. What I understand, I've heard that actually it wasn't supposed to be some deep and meaningful comment. It was just to say, go home. He's gone. Elvis has left the building. Go away. And that's why it was said. But if you say it with gravitas, Elvis has left the building. Well, not like that. That's just sounds strange. It's, it's an amazing thing. Well, it is now 10 minutes before 7. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Coming up... At 7, it's Arwolf and Face the Music. And it's going to be mostly dedicated to one very special artist. Oh, I'm totally blanking on that. One very special artist whose name is... Actually, it's a, um, a group called the California Ramblers, a bunch of guys from Ohio and Pennsylvania who made records in New York. But they thought people would buy the records if they called themselves the California Ramblers. And it all happened in the 1920s. Wow. Now you got to find out what that's all about, right? The California Ramblers are going to be all over Face the Music starting at 7. Arulf is getting it all ready, and he has helped queue up a very special song for me. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now in the meantime, not only is Elvis going to be festing in Ypsilanti, not festering, but festing, Meanwhile, at Dreamland Theater, it's going to be the re-debut of a special production called The Truth About Teeth, which is very important and about food. It's a play by Jess Rowland. It comes back to Dreamland Theater from time to time, and here's a description for you, okay? This is from the Dreamland Theater and Ypsilanti website. Also, Ypsilanti, everything's happening there. Go to Ypsilanti now or this weekend. The psycho- this psychologically explosive, teeth-scraping, groundbreaking theater piece delves into the deepest recesses of our collective subconscious and returns with all the guck about teeth we've been repressing for years. Inspired by Dada theater and symbolist surrealism, the truth about teeth explores the American culture of teeth, addressing all of our most primal fears and dental insecurities. New York artist-at-large Jess Rowland has written this psychic teeth-cleaning exclusively for Dreamland Theater. It features a site-specific musical score based around an electric organ retuned to scales used in Chinese opera. Wow. That's at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti. There will be a Friday performance at 8 p.m., and there will be a Saturday performance at 8 p.m., and a Sunday performance at 3 p.m. this weekend, and it will continue for the next 
three weeks. So that's all at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti, which is on Washington Street, just off Michigan Avenue in downtown Ypsilanti. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. My name is Mike. It has often been the case. And here's some news here from the area. This is kind of disturbing, concerning news here. There was a fire, and I'm looking for the article right now, but it is slowly loading. Here's the thing. The Ann Arbor Tortilla Company is a local company. You may have seen their crunchy tortillas all around town. They make them themselves, small batch tortillas, and you can buy them anywhere you like around town. Well, there was a fire that damaged their facility recently. And it looks here, this is from the this is from MLive. It says here the Department of Agriculture and Rural Development has labeled around twelve thousand pounds of corn oil, seasoning and chips under seizure after fire destroyed a portion of the Ann Arbor Tortilla Factory early Monday morning. Ah oh, hate hate when those things happen. But the owner says they hope to reopen soon after well, they hope to reopen soon. They're going to do their best. The owner estimates that will be closed for two weeks, but she's hoping it will be for less time than that. They want to be back right away. And Morgan & York was the company's first customer, but the chips can now be found at over 50 stores and restaurants in the area. That's Ann Arbor Tortilla Company, hopefully coming back after an unfortunate fire as soon as possible. Well, here's an Elvis song. Goes a little something like this. Thank you, Arbor, for the queuing. Goes like this. Thank you very much. I found my three.
That was very good. That was it's almost like Elvis doing Fats Domino doing Elvis, or maybe f- something like that. It, this, this is an Elvis impersonation rather than, El- than an Elvis impersonator. And that was from a collection called Stereo 57, some unreleased takes and stuff. That was take seven. You may perhaps have been able to discern that yourself. I couldn't, so I hope that you figured that out. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. And one other note here. Just a reminder about Face the Music coming up at 7 by the California Ramblers. I'm having a little trouble. The California Ramblers. The California Ramblers. There you go. From Ohio. From Ohio. Yes. By way of uh, New York Studio, I believe. I think so. Yes. That's at 7. And Dreamland Theater has The Truth About Teeth starting this weekend and continuing for three weeks. The Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti and Elvis Fest in Depot Town this Friday and Saturday, mielvisfest.org. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. It's impossible to do an Elvis show without playing this song. This song is the best song Elvis ever did about clams. I know I'm going to get emails for that one. (laughs) Me and my claims here about clams. Do the clam, would you? I'd appreciate that. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep on listening to WCBN and WCBN.org, and never stop doing that, okay? Hey, everybody, gather around and listen to that bongo sound. Grab the first one in your reach Now we're gonna shake the beach Do the clam, do the clam Grab your barefoot baby by the hand Turn and tease, hug and squeeze Dig right in and do the clam You can't get your heart to spin On the outside looking Moon ain't gonna last all night Well, let's work up an appetite Do the clam, do the clam Grab your barefoot baby by the hand Turn and cheese, hug and squeeze Dig right in and do
to those happy feet. Ain't you glad that you found out what the clown is all about? Pretty raucous. 7 o'clock, WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you, Mike. Time for Face the Music. And tonight, with one exception, all of the selections will be performed by one of the most heavily recorded ensembles, uh, I should say hot dance band ensembles of the 1920s. And that is the uh, group who were identified, at least on some record labels, as the California Ramblers. They recorded under, under literally dozens of pseudonyms for just about every record label that there was. <sighs> but they're primarily remembered as the California Ramblers. There were some jazz musicians that helped keep this band sounding interesting, but it's beautifully dated. And I'm, I've got to say, you know... I always point out that I got involved in broadcasting when I was 20 years old in the late 70s, specifically so I could play Fats Waller records, because I wasn't hearing enough of them. But also, I wanted to play records like these, some of these lovably, stupid, hot dance band records from the 1920s. So these are really some of my very favorite recordings from this period, other than, you know, Louis Armstrong and King Oliver and all the uh, all the real jazz recordings. This one is called Miss Annabelle Lee, and it says, let's see, the liner notes by Michael Brooks tell us, uh, this is a very pretty song made immortal by Whispering Jack Smith. Listen to that superb reed section, as smooth and creamy as hot buttered fudge. Chelsea Queeley's astringent trumpet sounds like a vicious mongrel keeping the dog catchers at bay. Hello, you're on the air. (laughs) 